When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Wembley! It's going to cost you a bit, though. Uh, afternoon, evening, night, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the Manchester United Redcast. And we are sponsored by Ladbrokes. You want to get some goodies? Go on, go on, go on, go on. Bet.unitedredcast.com. Go there and get yourself some goodies. Fill your boots, uh, I've got to issue an apology here, first of all. We did a podcast last week, myself and Dan Riley, and we did not mention Bournemouth. And Bournemouth was the next game. I got out of here. Welcome, uh, Ben Paul. Where's your brother, Aaron? Ah, well, my brother from another mother is, um, I don't know, you tell me, he's, isn't know. he your son? <laughs> no, 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 it's bigger. He's a big old lass to be my son. Now, yeah, we did the podcast last week. And we were focused so much on Tottenham Hotspur that we forgot to mention Bournemouth. Yeah, but you know what? Bournemouth is the kind of place where old people go to retire. It's easy to forget. It it is, but, you know, we we said that against West Brom. We've said that against teams that have come back to Horn. Oh, don't get me wrong. Huddersfield. To score two goals away from home, I take. To win against a lower team, a minnow, I'll take. take Oh, don't get me wrong. We're going to be second now. We'll get to your general disappointment with the season. We'll do that. We'll give that a, a space in and of itself, yeah? Uh, but, but in terms of Bournemouth, Bournemouth are definitely going to be in the Premiership. So beating them, they, they didn't really have anything to play for. It doesn't matter. They, it's still United are coming to visit. It's everyone's cup final. So it's the biggest team in British yeah. football. They're going to be up for it. Yeah. But do you know what I like about that game? Luke Shaw. He had a great game. Did he? So yeah. much so that he didn't put him against Tottenham. This is the mystery of Luke Shaw. He's a great player. He always was. He will be. He's a prospect. He's English. He's one of us. I don't get why he doesn't play him. The man management of Luke Shaw. That was the most positive thing that came out of the port of the Bournemouth game. Obviously, Tunovic is very nice. Wasn't quite the Bournemouth supremacy of last when we played him at home. But Luke, he had a good game. He plays on one wing technically, and when Tito was playing on the other one, Valencia, uh, I think the last time they both played together, and I'm not suggesting that they were playing together, I'm just saying the last time they played right and left, Marino was threatening to take both of them off. Mm. He's put him on, and I can't get away from feeling that the reason he's played him against Bournemouth is because he had no, absolutely no intention of playing him against the game of that week that really mattered, yeah, you're probably the one right. against Tottenham Hotspur. You're probably right, but all I'm hoping for is that next season that Luke Shaw isn't out of the door. 
I just hope that we can start building a team for the future and Luke Shaw's part of that. That's my worry. The, the only thing to go on is the T. The E, the X and the I are already there. Yeah? So it's just crossing that particular... The T's there. It just needs to get crossed. Yeah, we're talking, He's out. We're talking Shagzit. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we've got a list here. We've been building up a list and we'll get to that list. Let, let's get to the Tottenham game because that is the money yeah, exactly. game, isn't it? And that's actually, the that's the one that... The only one we care about. And here is the thing. You know, I've got mates who are Tottenham supporters. Eight semi-finals. Still haven't conquered it. <laughs> uh, all sorts of jokes about Viagra. They've taken the whole box and they can't get past the semi. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, Re-Tottenham. But Marino finds a way to win. Yeah. And do you know what? He, he won with a bit of style this time. I would love to criticise... But I can't on this occasion. We had a good game. We played some attractive football. There was a bit of a flow there. And we'll come to some of the reasons why. Because I think there's a couple of key reasons why we played that well and why we won. But we did and we showed what can happen if you let the players show a bit of creativity and flair and roll with it and not stick to this rigid system which he seems to have had in place. But he's had a rigid system in place and it gave us the you know the Europa Cup. He's given us domestic cup where he is a winner, serial winner, and you can see under this manager, with yeah, a few exceptions, but you can see the progression that Manchester talk, United are making. Yeah, we talk about this all Eddie, we talk about this the whole time. I get that, and I totally I'm, I'm, I agree with you. There is a system, and it's worked. But that system was a stopgap. It was sticking your finger in the dam to say, let's stop sliding back, back the table, and let's start getting back to winning ways. But it was a stepping stone to, from which to build. And that thing that we were building is Man United of old. It's that flair team. It's the team that, that I watch when I see City play. It's that team. When I watch Liverpool play, it's that team. That's what we want to build to. And that's what I'm not sure he's building to. We beat Man, Man City, you know, remember that? Yeah, yeah, we did. And a couple of weeks before that, we beat Liverpool. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not results. It is systems and style of play. Well, look at what happened at half-time. You, no man in his right mind would have bet money on United coming back against City. We can't rely on that kind of spontaneous um, eruption of of something, some kind of flair and, and fervour that's going to get us back in the game. You can't always come back from a 2-0 deficit against the best team in Europe. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll make you right. I think my memory serves me rightly. Down against Man City by two. Down against Palace, were we, as well. Uh, down, certainly, against Tottenham. Uh, we seem to be coming from behind, and I, I think we need to start on the front four. What did you think of the Chuckle brothers starting together? <laughs> well... Do you know what's odd is that Garth, Garth Crooks sticks both of them in his team of the week. That Smalling actually had a great game. And we're going to, you know, we can talk about the FA and, and Smalling having Harry Kane in his pocket, if you wish. But it's, wow, once in a blue moon, he has a good game, Smalling. And when he does... Well, well, hold, hold, who won the... Who scored the winning goal? To get, just remind me, because... Uh, okay. That'll be Mike who, Smalling. Who, who, who? <laughs> well done. <laughs> who scored the winning goal against Man City? Absolutely. So, I mean, he has been effective. I mean, you know, that's what Come you on. want, isn't it? If you look at the stats, you can say, OK, winning goal here, another goal there, fine. But let's look in week in, week out. Let's talk about a solid defence. He's not being solid. He's not being consistent. I prefer... Out of the two, I prefer Jones anyway. 
And I mean, nice I think Mourinho does too. I mean, I don't because I think he's going to get injured as he runs onto the pitch. But then that's just my well, then, personal well, opinion. Baye gets injured by being named on the subs bench. He, he's, I don't get the injury-prone nature of our centre-halves. Lindelof, <laughs> even with the Chuckle Brothers. And, and Rojo. Yeah. Because nice. Rojo was, a, you know, I think just before the finals last year of the Europa Cup. He was the mauler, wasn't he? He'd go in there for the fight. He was our attack dog, wasn't he? And now all of a sudden you can't see the tattooed one anywhere. So something's going on somewhere. I mean, all these conversations are leading to where we're going to go, which is who's out of the door. Because I think we've got a few more ideas of that. But in terms of, not that I care about Tottenham, I must say, because remember, Sir Alex, one of his team talks, I think it's when we won. <laughs> I love this. It, it, when, when we won the treble, which is it. Come on, guys, it's Tottenham. It's Tottenham. I mean, that, that is a great team talk, isn't it's it? It's brilliant. But, but they might have a problem. Pochettino talking about, you know, if with me or without me. No one in that squad, do I believe, has ever won anything. The manager has never won anything. The chairman earns more money than the leading striker. They're going back to a 62,000-seater where they're putting the prices up by a third. There's a recipe for something here, and it isn't good. No, which is why a lot of people, the vultures are swooping to, to start picking off all the little bits of uh, hey, Dembele tasty might be meat. available, but the way Pogba pushed him off that ball. Dembele, do you remember the days when we, we could have we had Dembele? Wanted, we we wanted, wanted him, but sure. we went got Fellaini instead. Yeah, yeah. Who's going as well, by the way? Fellaini has turned down yeah. a new contract. We have this great tact of, um, of tactic of giving away players that cost us £25 million for nothing. Um, or that we could at least get 10, 15 million for. But I think they just want him off the wage bill. Who was your star against Tottenham? Herrera, and Herrera. I, wasn't it, He was our player of the year last year. I think he's played about 11 or 12 games. He's had season. a really odd season. I don't know why. But I don't know why Sanchez was picked as man of the match because Ander Herrera was for me. Absolutely. He was a dynamo. He was nicking at people's feet. He's, he was dogged. Horrible. He was dirty. He was, he was He was skulls in the tackle. Absolutely. He was Claudia Schiffer in bed. No, that's another analogy. He was... He was... <laughs> he, he was... This is how old I am. I'm referring to like supermodels from, this, from the 80s. He, he was everything we wanted him to be and, we, and everything we needed. He was dogged. He was ragged. He was rugged. He, he, he was end-to-end, box-to-box. And he, he, he was everywhere. And he was effective. And he was the Andorera that was... So that three, in midfield, that three in midfield, because I mean, I personally believe an unfair scrutiny is given to Pogba. Because I believe that when people watch that game, don't believe an African should have his hair like that, have that swagger. I think there's... Because the way he's, anal- he's analysed and scrutinised, unlike anybody else. So even even if he pu- he pushes Dembele off the ball, right over there, gets it, Beautiful. crosses it, Perfect cross. and, and then there's a goal. Perfect cross. And the analysis of it is, he's had a bad game, but that one thing was quite good. Do you I see think, what I mean? No, well... I, there are sensitivities, I'm sure, but I think he gets criticised for being an £89 million player. I think he gets criticised well, well, for Lukaku? offering... What, what for a, often, why doesn't Lukaku criticise him? He's a big I, money player. I think Lukaku tries every single game to 100%. I think he's... He well, might not score every game, but I think he really... Well, well, if that's what it is, we might as well have kept the boy that we've sold to Arsenal. Because he tries. Well... Yeah, well, Beck not, tries. Nobody can say he tr- he falls yeah. over a lot, but he tries. Well, 
I'm not saying Lukaku has had the best season. He's all right. He's got potential. He could be great. But he's the only player that never gets dropped. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that's Mourinho for you. He did the same last yeah, year as Latin. I don't know. I think, I think when you see Pogba in adverts with Messi and Ronaldo, there are a, a contingent of people who don't believe that he should be there. I, I honestly believe that. And I don't want to bring racism into the podcast. But I absolutely believe he's here his swagger, the way he plays. Look, he's taken the ball and he's given us the winning goal. Eddie, I think this will flip so quickly. If he, people want him to do well. And I think as soon as he starts being more effective, you reckon? I honestly why do. Has he been, why has he been offered up to PSG then? That's his agent. Why has he been offered agent up causing to, trouble. Well, he's been offered because he's available. I think his agent has been stirring trouble. I don't trust his, him whatsoever. Mino Rialto, whatever it's called. I don't trust him. You well, don't trust we him lost agents. in the semi-final of the Champions League. Where was our marquee signing? Where was the person who was supposed to take us to a new level? He was on the bench. He didn't play. So clearly, that's the... I mean, I don't know. Tottenham is the biggest game now. But I, really, if we're honest, you're... At home, with a chance to go through to the knockout stages proper of the Champions League and you leave your marquee signing off. I think there's stuff going on behind the scenes. I think it's a a battle of egos. And you can't be a Man United player or a manager without an ego. But I think one of those egos has to win out. And I think at the moment, (laughs) Mourinho has the backing of the club. And I think he's trying to slap down Pogba to make him realise that the t- that he is the boss. We I- have seen this before. In his last job, he did that with Eden Hazard. He did it with a doctor that came onto the pitch and they finished 10th in the Premiership yeah. and he lost his job. It's a dangerous game to play. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I think Mourinho's toxic. <laughs> I genuinely do. And I, I've made no bones about that but I think in this situation if Pogba can apply himself and play like he did against Tottenham every single game and show that killer spirit and not go missing and not wander around and not have like an air about him of not being bothered I think he will be the captain of that club and I think he will genuinely be one of the best players in Europe if not the world and I genuinely believe that and I genuinely think most United fans and most football fans want that to happen. What player has got better at Manchester United under Jose Mourinho? (laughs) Yeah, well, what player gets better under Jose? What player gets better under Pochettino? I was looking at that Tottenham team and thinking, do you know what? He he sold two fullbacks. Well, Danny Rose was a £50 million rated fullback. He's dropped him to the bench. He sold Kyle Walker £50 Possibly. And he goes, do you know what? I don't care because I've got two other fullbacks that I've nurtured coming through, Ben Davis and Kieran Trippier. And you and look at Harry Kane when, when yeah. Pochettino took over. Harry Kane was a reserve player. He was a, you know, streaky, lang- a streaky, a streaky pistol, that's what they called him. You know, he was all right, a bit lanky. He's turned him into the player he is today. Look at Christian Eriksen, a pretty good player, but he's one of the world's best now. You've got not Barcelona, Real knocking on the door. I think there are managers that nurture players. I think Pep is the best at that. And I think Pochettino is pretty good at that. And I hand it to you. I don't think Mourinho is particularly good at that. I think he's guilty with Rashford. He's guilty with Martial. He's guilty with Luke Shaw. There are too many young, brilliant little prospects that are not getting the breathing space under under Mourinho. Yeah, there's a... I agree uh, with you. Present day professional footballer of the year 
who I think Mourinho let go, didn't he? It wasn't Salah at Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, well, he, uh, let, he, he, he let, he's let Lukaku go, he let Matic go. It wasn't De Bruyne. He let De Bruyne didn't he go. have De Bruyne there as well? I think, you know, his record is a very interesting one when we look back and analyse the psychology of yeah, managers. if you really I, want to. I, I think, I mean, we'll talk about it in the second half, but I certainly think that when you look at Klopp, when you look at Pochettino... Uh, and when you, you you know you look at what's happening with Pep Guardiola, I think sometimes Jose Mourinho looks more uh, Arsene Wenger than he does Pep Guardiola. But we'll talk about that in a second. Half. Also, who's out of the door? And what happens when we go to Arsenal? There could have been a better time to play than me thinks. Uh, that's coming up in the second half. <laughs> This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Evening, morning, night, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast with my Eddie Nesta. Uh, and over there we've got Mr Ben Paul. Ben, uh, thanks so much. Uh, we've had a good one today. Uh, in, we're going to talk about people out of the door. Fellaini is definitely out of the door. 30 years old, thinks he's got one big contract left in him. Fine, see ya. <laughs> but, but, but funny enough, Marino didn't want him to go. Luke Shaw... Is gone. You know that. Stop I don't know fighting that. It. I don't know that, and I don't want him to go. I yeah. genuinely think he'll stay. Yeah, I'm hoping he will. Do you know what? Against against Tottenham, I previously I'd said we could sell probably a dozen players and not notice them. But against Tottenham, because one good performance, you suddenly got you start thinking. Do you know maybe some of them are good enough? I wouldn't sell half of them now. A lot of people want Ander Herrera out the door. I still think he's got. A, he's a great little player. Well, no, he's not on my list. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you three, and then you give me three back. Is that right? Okay. Fellaini's gone. Shaw's gone, and I think Darmian's gone as well. Oh yeah, no, that's that's, a, oh, that's well, done. You, give me three. If we more. can get some money think, for them, yeah. Well, I think Smalling will probably go. Uh, one of. Uh, I thought he would have gone last year. Uh, yeah, I think. You know, I think he does just enough. What was it? John O'Shea? Remember that utility player we used to have? And John John stayed for a lot longer than he really should have. John O'Shea? Well, all he had to do, he scored that winning goal against Liverpool in 2007. That was enough for me. Um, I think there's a lot of players that should have be, should be out the door. And I think uh, Smalling is one of them. I think I'd rather keep, I'd like to keep Jones. But I think Fellaini for sure. I hope Martial isn't out. Let's talk about him doing that. But I why just... would he stay? Do it the other way. Why would he Ma- stay? Exactly. <laughs> Anthony Martial comes at thirty million and scores. You know, a lovely, lovely goal. Has speed in abundance. He should stay. I want him to stay. I don't get. That. I mean, I just don't think Mourinho has the enthuses the players to want to stay and, and makes them believe that they've got a future at the club. Pep can juggle loads of players around who are fighting for the same position. Personally, I'm not convinced by Sanchez. I would rather have had Rashford and Martial battling over for the left wing and both of them challenging Lukaku for that central striker role. Um, I think Mata might be going. I just, I don't want him to go. I love him. Well, if Herrera stays and if Lingard plays there, there isn't a place for him. There isn't really a place for him. And I don't know if we'll get much money, if anything. I'd rather keep him, but... um, No pace? No, but no pace. Guile, but no pace. Yeah, but that's so that's all right. David Silva's slowing down, but he's got that experience. He's got a little bit of you know, he's he's cute. Um, I want to see players coming back. Certain certain players, you know. I think I'd sell Rocco. I think I'd sell Daily Blint. You forget about these players. They don't. Well, Blint's coming back off an injury. They don't really exist anymore. 
Um, I want Axel Tenzebi to come back. I want Fossu Mensah to come back. I want them to be vying for the full-back positions and the centre-half position. Um, I'm happy to see, you know, Carrick, God bless him, he's going to move upstairs into a coaching role. That's one midfielder out. Fellaini, another midfielder out. There's room for some solid midfielders there now. We we need to start, we can, we can start spending in that department. But if you get rid of him and and then Matter on top of that, that's three you've put out of the door, haven't you? Yeah, I think there'll be, be more than three. I, I predict there'll be half a dozen people. Have you seen how much a footballer costs? Now, I sound like my mum. Have you seen how much? Yeah. Don't worry, it's not your money you're spending. Well, still a lot of money. If you're talking about uh, how much did Mbappe go for? 140, you know, you've got 200 million pounds. You've got countries buying players now. So it's going to be expensive, whatever we do. So he's got to bring some money back. But he did that in his second stay at Chelsea, didn't he? He was, I mean, <laughs> they bought half of them back. But he did kind of uh, balance the books. Do you think he'll be asked to do that again? Um, no, I think he's been given a blank checkbook and I think it shouldn't be because <laughs> he seems to be throwing a load of mud at the wall and seeing what sticks. Okay, okay. Well, I'm giving you my three anyway. We'll see how that works out. In terms of looking forward, then Arsenal's our next game. You'd have preferred not to play them just after this announcement, right? Ah, uh, yeah, they always do. He certainly, he certainly buoyed the team, but it's still Arsenal. It's, and but I think we can beat anybody on our day. We've proven it. I just want us to have that day again. I, I don't fear Arsenal. I'd like to poach a couple of their players, though. I'd like it to be a bit of a scouting trip. Because who, who would you uh, like at Arsenal? I quite like Aaron Ramsey. I think he'd be a great acquisition for that. But you know. Arsenal under Wenger have been feeding the top clubs for the last 10 years I think that's going to come to a stop well, you say that Liverpool have been doing that and they haven't, it hasn't worked out too badly for them have they? Cortino, yeah but they've got a broad yeah Suar- they've Suarez, sold them for a fortune though, you know, but, they've, they've done they've, you know, they've sold lots of players haven't they? yeah and what was the baby assassin that was his name he used to be good until he went to Chelsea oh well Torres yeah. but they um, yeah well uh, unfortunately that's going to come to an end at Arsenal I don't fear Arsenal they've got you know I think Lacazette seems to be on form. Aubameyang seems to be on form. But, you know, we've got the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> By now, everybody should know who the Chuckle Brothers but tell are. But me, tell me this. Do you... I mean, it's, it's, it's precarious at the moment. Second place and an FA Cup win is going to guarantee, you know, Mourinho another... You know, at least an, a contra, another contract extension. Do you honestly think now we can cock it, cock it up? Because even if we lose against Arsenal, no second place is. Funny enough, I was having a look, and certainly if you look at what they sixty-eight points, I think Tottenham or something like that. Then you know we we've got a game in hand over Liverpool. I think we're there. I think we've got one more difficult game, which is Arsenal. And I think it's we're there. I think we're in second place, which is why, like, it's almost like the league's slightly irrelevant yeah, now. We need yeah. to get some silverware. So the yeah. FA Cup final—that's yeah. a priority. So now it's that it's like last look, it's like look, last day at school. Well, Come your looking, own clothes, bring your looking, own games. Yeah, but that's why we're looking forward to the future. I think that's why. Yeah, we're I think to now about. this is when Mourinho shows he's, if he's cemented second place and he's got us into an FA Cup final. This is where he shows what might happen. This is a little taste of what's to come. And that's why I'd like to see some of those peripheral players being given roles. I want to see Rashford start. I want to see Martial start. Yeah. I want to see Shaw. I want to see them run at a defence. Absolutely. I, would, I want him to say to the team, great, well done. 
I, uh, you know, I hold my hands up, but play, go and enjoy yourself, be creative, show us what you can do, play for your futures, this is a shot window, and that's what I'd like to see him do, and if we can start with the Arsenal game, great, because, you know, Wenger announcement or no Wenger announcement, it's still Arsenal, they're not that good. Now, I think think they are a big team, I don't agree with you, but I think that their focus will quite rightly be on the Europa League. They... they're not going to get fourth. Burnley are probably not going to catch them. And they're not quite really... Lo- I think in a way it'd be better for them not to be in the I mean, you know, the Europa Cup unless they're going to win it and they're going to have a new manager, a whole new setup. Uh, and, you know, I've told my Arsenal mates to be careful because you always have to be careful what you wish for. Because after Alex went and we, we won it by, what, 11 points? And then we've got Moyes come and then we've... You see what I mean? It doesn't yeah. work the way you want it. You, that's a dynasty. And all dynasties come yeah. to an end. Yeah. All of them. Every single one of them uh, does. So we are both predicting uh, a, a victory against Arsenal. Uh, mostly because they haven't won an away point this year <laughs> against some real rubbish club. So if they come and do it against us, that I would not be happy <laughs> at all. It was an eight or something like that. They have not won a point away from home uh, this year, even when they've been in the lead. So That's we'll see. That, so we said, well, they were in the lead, and they against Newcastle, if my memory serves me rightly, and then they still lost. Three-one. Uh, 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 really? One-nil. Uh, Oh, shut up. It's uh, going to be better than one against Arsenal. Arsenal are great. They always make a mistake. They'll always come for you. Yeah. Ozu was sick, uh, wasn't he? Or something like that. And you got, like, I suppose... That's why one 1-0. <laughs> Unless Jose says to his players, throw the shackles off, go and perform, shows what you got, then it's going to be 1-0. Because that's the Jose way. How do you fancy? I mean, I've got Arsenal, Tottenham, and now I'm going to talk about Chelsea. So it's all London centric. Uh, the finals. Are you you confident? Am I confident against Chelsea? Anything can happen in a cup final. Um, yeah. yeah, yes and no. I think he'll. He's got the measure of of Conte. I think he's. It's Hazard, isn't it? Really, Hazard's there. One monster player, isn't he? Yeah, stick stick under Herrera on him. We we did that, and he got sent off, if you remember <laughs> rightly. Yeah, uh, yeah no, yeah. I, th- I think he he's he's the one. And if they can hold Hazard down, and I think uh, Tottenham better watch out because Chelsea look like they're coming. Do you back know what was quite refreshing about place. being at the semi at the semi final? Standing, standing for ninety minutes. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do that anywhere else, though. Only Wembley. You can't do it. They don't want it anywhere else. I uh, know. But it was amazing. The atmosphere was brilliant because we were standing. What do you make of this? It's like a 40 or 50% increase in the prices disgusting. for the final. It's absolutely it's just, disgusting. You know, I've just seen Danny Harris, who used to be a regular on this podcast. It, it, they're trying to get some petition going. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely. Is this because you're watching two A-grade teams play? If it was Southampton against Swansea, would you... Hike the prices up like that? Are you? And if so, then the, play, the, the 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 clubs should have something to say about it. It's a Premier League dream to have two teams in the top six playing in the final of the FA Cup. Who says it's not relevant? Of course, it's relevant. The minnows are gone. This is now time for the big boys. But as you're saying, category A, 145 pounds. It was 115 last season, and 80 for the semi. 
Category B, 115. It was 85 last season. My maths might not be great, but that's about a 25% hike. Yep, yep, it's yep. disgraceful. Uh, and I'm imagining uh, my numbers in quoting. Uh, if you go to the guys who say, uh, Does anybody, has anybody got a ticket? It might cost you an awful lot more than that. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's been fun. Uh, we've got a, a victory, 1-0 for you, 3-1 for me. And uh, I suppose no matter how excited we try to get, you're absolutely right. It's all a bit flat because it's all been decided. And now we're just waiting for that sunny day in May where we go. Come on, you Reds. Listen, thanks very much, mate. Look after yourself. Appreciate Cheers, it. And, and, and you've done that really well. You haven't mentioned uh, anything about Corbyn, anti-Semitism. <laughs> you've done incredibly well. <laughs> I did I, I did would, get racism in, so yeah, I'm sorry. I would never yeah, say I, I, owe, I owe you one. I would never <laughs> say Mourinho's as toxic as Corbyn. <laughs> Take it easy. Back next week. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at United Redcast. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.